Welcome to the Everyday Vacation Podcast. My name is MJ Gordon, minimalist entrepreneur and lifestyle coach, and I'll be sharing with you resources, people, and messages to help you create more balance and energy so you can live life on your terms. Thank you for being here with me today. Let's get the vacation vibes rolling. We spend a lot of our time, life, energy, and attention on money. Money is how we trade value. It's how we buy our house, our food. It can create a lot of stress. It can create moments of happiness. And while money doesn't ultimately buy happiness, not worrying about money or having the stress of not having enough money can help reduce a lot of stress that we spend a lot of our time and energy on. So that's why we talk about money here. It is one of the phases or pillars that we discuss in the Everyday Vacation course. It's one of the things that you need to have clarity and balance in order to thrive and live life on your terms. So there are five things that I wanna talk about today that they did not teach us in school. The first thing is that earned money is not all your money. And I wish this was more clear because, you know, when you first get that job and you get your check and then you realize that a large portion of your check is gone because you have to pay taxes, this works when you're starting in entrepreneurship as well. And one of the things that people don't talk about a lot is the changes in how taxation works for the sole prop entrepreneur versus the corporate entrepreneur. What the difference is, how to maximize those differences and benefit from understanding how taxation works. And nobody teaches you these things. This is something that I didn't really know. I just kind of followed what people said and the basic knowledge and for years paid exorbitant amount of taxes. And it took me stepping outside of that and saying, hey, I need to go back to school for this. And I went to LegalZoom, not sponsored, but they have an amazing business program where you can set appointments with lawyers and accountants as many times as you like and go there and learn. And so every week I would set two appointments and just ask all the questions that I can trying to make sense of the entire tax system, what situation I was in, what it took to be responsible and how I could understand it as a whole. And I have to say, even to this day with all the education and knowledge that I've gone through, I have an accountant who's amazing and does amazing communication with me. She takes the time to really explain things. There are so many things that are involved in the taxation system that you know you don't really think about or you don't really understand. It can become a full-time job. And so it's really important to understand that if you're going to earn money, you wanna understand where that money is going to, how it is being paid, how it is being spent, and how to preserve the most amount that you can for yourself. It takes me to number two, which is the skill of earning money is not taught. And yes, I said that earning money is a skill. And this is why some people seem really good at it and other people don't. And this is why there are different levels of it. I tend to look at earning money or generating business as kind of like a real life game. You have a certain number of XP and when you get that XP, you level up. And so when you get to like that first place where you just learn that you get a job and work really hard and work up the ladder, then you realize I can create my own job, work for myself and like not have a ladder. And then you realize, well, there's only so much I can do. So I need to create jobs for people, uh, create more value, reach a broader marketplace and scale. These are all different levels in earning money and each one requires a certain number of experience or XP. They don't teach this in school. And then what happens is a lot of people think that money is just common knowledge or just like a luck basis thing 
which it completely isn't. And so, so many people get stuck in levels one and two. It takes me to the third thing that they should have taught us in school, which is be a creator, not a consumer. One of the best ways that you can scale, whether or not you are able to make more money or not, is how much time you spend creating versus consuming. When you are opening your laptop and you're looking through the internet, are you consuming things? Are you reading blog articles, watching TV shows, watching TikTok, etc.? Or are you on there to create, to work, to research, identify, and uh, develop something of value that you can offer to society. This is one of the common indicators baseline that allows you to switch over from not having enough money to having more than enough. Number four they should have taught us in school about money is that money is a storage of energy. We talk about it as a source of value or trade of value. You know, money originally originated from promise notes when the farmer had wheat to harvest and wanted to trade his wheat with the farmer who had the cows, but the wheat wasn't ready or they couldn't, you know, use the entire cow right now. They would say, well, I'll give you a promise note and I'll give you this much wheat right now because it's in harvest. And when your cows are ready later in the year, then you can give, you can show me that note and trade me that note for the cows. And eventually people started working off this note system. Eventually we created a currency so that we can just trade in value. But what money really is today is it's a storage of energy. If you work a job or create a product that you sell yourself, this is a lot of energy moving forward and you're transferring that energy in these notes of value. And just like a seed that contains energy, money can be planted to grow. Most of us are taught that money is to be used. We collect money so we can use it to buy things, our home, our clothes, our entertainment, our food, goods, etc. But money can actually be a seed that you can grow into certain trees that bear more fruit, so to speak. So if you take money and you invest it into the markets and it is a wise investment, meaning you have planted that seed in fertile soil, then you're likely to grow some sort of fruit bearing tree or in this instance, money bearing tree that will provide more money or income for you that can be automated or scaled in the long run. The problem is most of us are not taught this. So we don't know how to garden with our money seeds. When we take the time to make our way to the orchard, we pick the apples and eat the fruit until the fruit is all gone. And we're not taught to collect those seeds and plant those seeds and nurture those seeds. We're not taught what type of soil, what type of fertilizer, when and where. And as a result, most of us use money to consume rather than creating with it. Last but not least, having money means saying no a lot more. And this comes down to minimalism. This comes down to stoicism, having that temperance, having that judgment of what really adds value in my life. This is something I contend with on a regular basis. Currently right now, I do a lot of filming in this extra room that we have. It is a spare bedroom and we have a lot of company from grandmothers and guests that come in and out. I constantly have to pack up my studio and all my office equipment. And so we're thinking about extending into the garage, a nice big studio and office for myself. And even with that, I am constantly thinking, do I really want to spend the money on this? Is it really worth that transfer of energy? Or can I save that energy to use it for something else? I'm a big believer that you should enjoy your fruit, 
but you shouldn't eat all the fruit that you have. And if you are worried that you're not gonna have enough fruit in the long run, then it's time to really buckle down and identify what adds value to you. The more you can do this, the more you will actually appreciate the life that's in front of you, identify what adds value, stop spending time and wasting money on things that you couldn't care less about, and then the more money you will have. So these are the five things that I've come up with right now, top on my list that they should have taught us in school about money. If you think I'm missing anything, shoot me a comment or DM and share this episode with anybody you think might get value from it. Thank you so much for your feedback. I am here to help serve your journey, get you more time and energy, help you level up your life so you can live your best one. So keep the conversations going, keep the feedback going, and thanks for sticking around.